No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. The Death's Hand Brigade sends greetings to all freelance mercenaries of the Inner Sphere. The Brigade is now actively accepting contracts and is also seeking pilots for our European and Oceanic battalions. We have over 200 Brigadiers combat ready and are a tight-knit group of friends who focus on having fun together. We fight hard and we train harder. If you're interested in being a part of the premier mercenary corporation in the Inner Sphere, contact our Hyperpulse Generator at deathshandbrigade.net. Will you be behind the Death's Hand or the throat in front of it? Look for us dirt side. We'll be waiting. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 65. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is March 20th, 2013, and my shout-out, it's going to go to Short Painter. Rudy, man, you're amazing with these comic strips. I love the mech porn you produce, and they just keep getting better and better, and I think uh, the audience out there will be uh, quite entertained by some of the ones you have uh, coming down the pipeline. So again, amazing stuff, and I just wanted to give you a, a quick thank you, buddy. You do amazing stuff. All right, Darren, what about you? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to Max, who's our new sound editor and is doing amazing work that I no longer have to do. Thank you, Max. And also to our web dev guys who are also doing amazing work, a lot of cool things uh, coming around the corner with our website, and uh, they work hard, and we appreciate them. Some very professional guys doing some amazing stuff. Yes, I agree. Brandon, who do you have? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell, and tonight my shoutouts are going one to Aces, two, of course, our live studio audience, and three, MWOG. All right. You want any explanation on that one? No, it's all right. Okay. And what about you, Laura? It's uh, good to have you back. What about you? Hey, it's good to be back. This is Laura, a.k.a. BB Wolf. My shoutout goes out to the Baggers, who let me play with them a while back. Many, many fun times were had on TeamSpeak Tuesday. Yes, Impaler and crew... And, uh, yeah, I'd like to say thank you. They actually just were helping me out on, uh, yeah, Skype. Anyways. And, of course, I'd like to say thank you uh, to all of our Live Studio audience members. Welcome for coming out here. And, of course, to all of our new listeners out there, whether you're listening to work or you're at work, maybe you're riding your bike and maybe you're working out and all sweaty like Alex Iglesias. I don't know if that's you. Well, hey, we ask if you have the building you like what we're doing with the podcast, with the comic strips, with the everything youtube videos twitch streams everything under the sun what ng is doing hey show us your love we got a tip jar on the right side of our website just mouse over and yeah thank you and are you thinking about doing any shopping online maybe amazon.com or newegg if so uh, check out our website we got two links to both the sites if you click through the link 
it'll give us a little kickback won't add anything to your charge whatsoever but it's a good way to support the podcast if you do not want to donate directly and we actually have more affiliate links coming down the pipeline with the new website and these two we just got up a little bit more fancier graphically i had uh dave change them on the website uh makes it a little bit more apparent where they are and it's not this ugly like banner looking thing that was just uh so uh yeah along with that uh website uh, updates no longer shows the mobile website. We have no idea why it was doing Yay. that. So, uh, Dave... The, the mobile devices were in an uproar. Yeah, Dave actually fixed it, uh, and it was last Friday. So thank you again, Dave, for going through that. And thank you for those out there that were giving us feedback uh, on the Twitch stream uh, that they went to and found that. Anyways. Hello there. This is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, Call on the professional team at ARM. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt armd.net.au. And remember, if you need to get even, get ARM. It is time for the No Gus No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3050. Be sure to check out the latest videos at No Guts No Galaxy TV on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and like and comment and anything else you can do to show your support. Phil, what is the latest with NGNG TV? Actually, I've been posting up quite a bit of stuff. Um, I'm able to export the Twitch events to YouTube. So obviously you can watch them at YouTube. Um, you can skip ahead. It is 720p. Um, and so you can check all the Twitch uh, action there. We're also I'm posting up about one or two uh, gameplay videos Um basically every day around thereabouts. Um, another thing is with the Twitch TV schedule up on our calendar at nogutsnogalaxy.net, I, th- I just want to throw this out there. I discovered how to stream Mech Commander Gold on Twitch TV. I was actually doing it last night. It was actually really, really cool because you guys could watch. It was just, it was really cool. So the awesome thing with that too is it allows me I can basically export that directly to YouTube as well so I can put those up on uh, our channel and I don't have to do like any editing because it's it's me in game and you guys can totally make fun at me like yesterday by the way my uh, Uller uh, J the Kit Fox J I jumped over the destroyed bridge and before he hit the ground eight auto cannon guns on the other side which I didn't see fired at me my mech died in the air, and then it did this, like, spin thing, and then crashed in the ground. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was freaking hilarious, but, yeah. What time did you fire that up? I got an email that said it was, like, 3 in the morning or Yeah, something. it was pretty late. Yeah, I, I, oh, okay. I was, so yeah. We are just nuts. Okay. No, I was like, I wonder if I can do this, because Laura was like, how do you get these older games if it's full screen? I was like, well, I'm pretty sure you can do it. And so I was like, and I was thinking, well, how can I stream Mech Commander? And I went in there, and I figured it out. So, yeah. Yes, yes, lots of lots of twitching. And uh, like Phil mentioned, that schedule is up on our website, and we're twitching now four days a week. Ooh. Soon to be, uh, I guess... No, we already started. 
NGNG TV. No, yeah, NGNG TV's Twitch page. Uh, we had Deso streaming earlier. Matt's also doing stuff. They're actually up in the channel. Um, and we're looking for more people. So if you're a Twitch streamer or you have something, anyways, contact me, Sean Ling, at net. We're actually going to be coming out with, like, a tutorial video for those that don't know how to set up. Um, it's going to take a little bit, but, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Our goal is 36 hours of Twitch TV every day. Wait, that's not possible. Looking for, yes, <laughs> looking for more members for your Battletech or MechWarrior unit? Advertise with NGNG today and reach thousands of potential recruits. For your own unit ad, head over to our website and check out the sponsor NGNG page for more information. Is your unit looking for voice comms or just a place to hang out and chat with other Battletech and MechWarrior fans? If so, get set up on the No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website, not really... It's a button. You press it. It connects you. Once you log in, contact Phil, Sean Lang, to get set up. And Critical Hits number 22 came out on Monday called Support Group. Uh, again, another hilarious comic from Short Painter. Yeah, I like the little innuendo here. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's hinting towards a Indo-indo. few things. It's it's talking about, um, you know, coolant flush. Uh, it's also talking about, you know, zombie mechs. And, you know, um, there's actually a few things. And it's one of those things where even though the Centurion, most of the time, like the 9 Alpha, you don't have any weapons in the arms, except for me. Apparently, I'm the only one who likes the AC2. But, uh, you know, he's, it's still just as effective without its arms than it is. Anyways, I... I loved it. I thought it was funny. And I think the next one he's doing has a Mad Max theme, by the way. So that's coming Monday, I think. So And we really got to get we really got to get more ideas up there for Rudy Short Painter, you know. Yeah, you should email him or something. Absolutely email him because I talked to him the other day and he says he really is getting low on ideas. He's going to start dipping into like old Garfield and Blondie, you know, old comics. Do you from, really you know, want a Blondie yeah, comic? Exactly. So guys, let's fix this now. Think of the urban mech. So we do have a community spotlight this week. It's a 160th scale resin commando. I was just sitting here looking at it. You know, this is how I want my Battletech miniatures to look. This is so fucking perfect. I get so tired of these miniatures that are like blobs of metal that, you know, they're they're bent and they just look like shit. I want my miniatures to look like this. Well, here's the thing. You need to shut up and take my money. Yeah, so this guy posted this up on the forums, and of course, this is sort of one of those stinky situations because any, you know, if you want to buy one, then he's selling these things, which he can't do because, you know, legal, I mean, he doesn't own the rights. So, I would say this. I want this guy to get in contact with, like, Randall Bills immediately, and guess what? If I need to be the catalyst, I'll show Randall Bills and be like, Dude, yes, let's talk to Tops, get this guy a contract. I don't, Seriously. whatever we have to do uh, to get these. Pr- again. Yeah, why, why doesn't, uh, now imagine it could be a win-win for both. I don't know. So it's one of those things where maybe that's what I need to do. I contact this guy, get him in contact with Randall or Tops or something like that. And these things are amazing. And the cool thing too is it's 3D printed and you can pose them in whatever shape you know you can glue them to whatever you know what ah yes it's the answer this is what we should be doing uh and it puts current modern day uh miniatures in my opinion to complete fucking shame now i will say this now these are 3d printed uh models anyone who's out there who has one you can do these now from the legal standpoint you're not selling them so you're allowed to do it from the you know obviously you just can't sell them but you know it's one of those things like the ips of i mean it's such a mind blower as far as the computer and the internet because who really like 
So this is the same process they make those guns? Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'm going to touch base with this guy and get some more info because I would love... I want a Centurion right there behind me up on my... I, I want... Yes. I, I may contact this guy. I would... I'll slip him a few dollars. Give away. If nothing else, we could get maybe a couple cool Oh, did I say that? I'd give him some money for one of these. Did I say that? My bad. Yeah, it's, a, it's I'm paying for the his... Uh... If you have a community spotlight that you'd like us to feature, send your spotlight submission to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and we'll check it out. Local games. We still got that Southern California Battletech Cup West Coast Battletech event in Fullerton, California. It takes place on Sunday, April 14th from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Firebase location, Card Addiction Games. Call 714-870-1194 for more information. Details will be in the show notes. And are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or do you want to start one? If so, we'd love to announce it for you for free. Email us at localgames at nogutsnogalaxy.net with your info, and please don't forget to send us your pictures. And speaking of pictures, I've heard several people saying they've been getting their T-shirts. They're going to be playing some uh, tabletop games and getting pictures, so we should have some of those to share soon. I was going to say I shipped out um, Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Um, I think we, I don't know off the top of my head. I think it was like t- nine or ten packages of shirts and stuff like that. And by the way, we only have a handful of the old, older T-shirts, the mech ones with the, uh, the Marauder and Warhammer and Rifleman. So if you're in the U.S., make sure to head over to the store and get that. Oh, and by the way, international guys. Don't worry. I just got our uh, laser printer and the uh, scale, the digital scale. And so I'll be posting up uh, shipping options for you if you live in other countries. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that's going to be awesome. So the herb shirt, by the way, is freaking awesome. Um, Deity out in the, the – Deity, did you get yours? He's out in the live studio audience. Okay, he didn't get it yet. I know there was a few people that were in, uh, like, Virginia that I shipped to. So, uh, yeah, make sure to uh, check that out again. And funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting, TeamSpeak 3 equipment, software prizes, and other projects. Check out our tip jar on the right side of the website, Podcast Unit Ads, George Ledoux and BB Wolf recorded messages, and unit ads as well. And that is the news. Phil? Carried aloft upon the winds of battle, we drift through the inner sphere, wandering masterless and homeless, stricken by the memories of what was. Our forefathers were forced to witness the death and destruction of all they held dear, left behind by their fellow Star League soldiers, driven from the world they called home, hounded at every turn by the so-called Lords of Succession. Now we have been forced to live in exile and this mercenary lifestyle, fighting in the pay of one power or another earning enough money to keep ourselves and our families whole, struggling to retain our independence. Yet even here, we retain our honor and serve only the noblest of causes, hoping against hope that someday the winds of battle shall carry us back to the home we cannot name once more. We are the Windborn Highlanders. The winds shall carry us home. Join us, windbornhighlanders.com. For recruitment and contracts. So we've got obviously uh, a big announcement to make. Garth Earlham is back from vacation. What's going on, Garth? How are you? Good. Having fun. LRM boats. Back, <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the the latest and greatest right now, isn't it? Indeed. 
Alright, so we'll roll into some questions for Garth shortly after, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment, which is Mech of the Week. Alright, so we actually had a tie today. It was a tie between the Enforcer and the Quick Draw. And so, well, we did what was fair and we flipped a coin and uh, I picked heads for the Enforcer and we got heads. So there you have it. The Queen demanded her Enforcer. Phil got heads. Yeah, Phil got heads. And of course, with this, this is actually a really cool mech. I'm, you know, I know we say it every single week, but I'm surprised this one hasn't been picked. It's a classic, you know, Fed Sons Davion battle mech. It is a medium tonner, which I think I would thoroughly love playing in MWO, but specifically, I have used this in the tabletop. It's a 50 ton mech. It has a 200 standard engine, goes 64.8 kph, a little bit slow for a uh, medium, obviously, but its saving grace is it has jump jets and it has long to medium all the way up to point blank range weaponry with an AC-10, a large laser, and a small laser. Now, have any of you guys used this? Mm, Can't say that I have. Sadly, it is in my inventory, but not used. Well, of course, I've seen it a million times. I mean, that's an old school mech. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that's sort of like a workhorse. I would put it right there. I mean, uh, you know, Lance, Centurion, you know, Dervish, and Enforcer, and maybe even a Trebuchet or something like that. It'd be a great uh, uh, addition to. Greg is pointing out that he's totally used that, so I think it would be a, an appropriate moment for him to interject and let us know what he thought of it. I have used the Enforcer in just about every medium lance I've ever run since I found the model. I am such a huge fan of this mech, and I know that Phil's going to hate me for it, but it's like everything he loved about the Centurion, but way, way better <laughs> in every way. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that AC-10... It's, uh, it, doesn't, exact, it doesn't have the crest on the head. You know, it, I mean, it has the exact same main weapon system, and then obviously it has the large laser and small laser, whereas the you know Centurion has the two medium lasers and LRM-10. I would say, you know, that's probably a good trade-off to have, either or. Um, obviously, the, the Centurion's a little bit more ammo-dependent, but, you know, I don't know. Um, I like that the, the weapon systems... Like the... 3050 variants that has an LBX AC-10 in the yard large laser. And that LBX autocannon is just great. I mean, you can put, because at least in the tabletop, you got a negative one modifier for firing the cluster rounds. And each pellet had a chance of critting. So, you know, maybe you don't put your best pilot in the Enforcer, but if you put an average pilot in the Enforcer, it'd have a greater chance of hitting, and it'd have what I felt was a punch above its weight class because of that. I, I can see where you're coming from. On the flip side, you know, most of the weapons in the Centurion are all in its torso. So, you know, if you get an arm that's a lot weaker uh, blown off, then you still have more weapon systems where the AC-10 and the large laser and then Enforcer, both in the arms, they get blown off. You're sort of just left with a small laser. So it's a trade-off. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. But very good mech. I would try it out if you haven't already. Of course, uh, Mega Mech and uh, the, the tabletop itself. It's in the tabletop, even the introductory box set. So make sure to check out that mech if you haven't used it already. And, of course, the versatility of being able to jump jet around makes it very, very nice. And I would say that's another one up on the Centurion. The Enforcer would be able to bound around. And as you guys know, having that in the tabletop is actually a huge saver uh i mean get behind enemies i mean everything so just saying try to point out that the tro the original tro looks like it has one of those cop helmets on with the sunglasses yeah (laughs) this is what i'm gonna need you to do right now i need you to step out from your mech 
Do you know what this? Wait, wait, how fast you're going? Your dinner was going like one thirty. I can't let you go. <laughs> Is that right. a mask I see on your car? <laughs> All right, so that's it for Mech of the Week. Good tie, good vote. That was actually interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do the quick draw. I don't know. You guys vote for it next week, and we'll do it. So we're going to move on to community questions, and obviously, um, I want Garth to just pipe in here anytime he can. And we've got uh, a few questions, and we'll go to the live studio audience. Yeah, you guys heard it first. Okay. All right, so disclaimer, obviously we can't answer everything. We do have Garth here, and uh, unfortunately he can't answer everything because he doesn't know everything, even though some of you guys might think he does. And he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But But he's the Garth. He is the Garth. Someday we will have to get somebody who can answer everything. I guess God. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we have Annan, and he says, Are they holding info concept art back in order to show them at conventions? If so, what can we expect to see? This is more of a speculative um, you know, question. Obviously, we had Brian on the show last week, and he clearly said that, Don't worry, it's coming. They've been releasing you know, concept didn't he say, of... Didn't he say they were like six ahead, like they have six in the waiting right now or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he said something like that. And then on top of that, he said, we've been releasing, you know, map concept art and stuff like that. Conventions, I believe MWO won't have a presence at PAX, but I think there will be a few PGI employees. Um, I think that's, uh, Russ is, has mentioned that, and uh, there will be a PAX panel at, uh, at GDC. Oh, so at, well, no, at PAX, they'll have a panel and they'll also be at GDC. So I'm not sure if, uh, as far as GDC in itself, but as far as concept art, I don't think that would be a reason of like, hey, we're just going to show the art off at uh, the conventions. I, I, I don't know. I mean, why would you show people that may not even know that that artwork? You know, I don't think that would be a good selling point. Yeah, but they can just release the stuff that's known that right now. Another deeper, more significant plan. Mm. But the two is that we were so far ahead, people were complaining that they'd see a mech and know they had to wait so long before they'd actually have it in game. So it's like, yeah. So you mean like the Orion or the Fleet that I haven't been able to pilot? Yeah. Now and see that's tough, right? Because like we can totally be like, oh well, we want to see more, and then it's like, well, why isn't that out yet? Because you guys wanted more concept art. I could see from that. Sure, you're not oppressing Alex. (laughs) <laughs> because there have been assertions on the forums that you guys are just holding him down and killing totally. him softly <laughs> all right next question we have nuck futon wow that's a nice one how, how do you feel about consumables will affect the competitive scene about mwo now it's been out for over 24 hours and i will honestly say i haven't used consumables yet i haven't seen a map or match one because of consumables yet how about you guys uh, have you seen any like blatant use of it or anything at all i saw a mech that looked pretty shaky it seemed like maybe he was going through withdrawals or something but other than that no <laughs> i haven't used it brennan what about you i've used it. uh i had an interesting experience with uh, i ended up dying and the person who wasn't who didn't kill me he was using it but i actually saw one of the quad AC2, or sorry, the 6 AC2 Jaeger Max with it equipped, and it pumped him right down so he was continuously chain firing over and over again to get up to about 70, then he would hit it once and it'll drop back down and stuff like that. Other than that, I haven't really seen anyone else use it. But I mean, it, it's a one-time thing, though. I mean, and it's uh, it's out, right? The two drops. I thought those stacked, though, do they not? No, yeah, you use one and the other. Okay, yeah. okay. 
No, I mean the Seabill version, not the MC. How did you feel about that? Do you feel like it gave him this competitive edge that I, I think it gave him a little bit of an edge, but I don't know how big or different because I it obviously cooled him off so he can continuously chain firing still. But he still built up the heat really quickly. I mean he would have shut down if he didn't have it. Okay. So So I guess the question is to everyone out there listening uh, let us know what you guys think, because honestly, we're a very small pool of, inf- you know, I mean, even if we're all playing for the past, uh, you know, 24 hours, uh, there's more of you guys out there listening um, to, who will have more experiences. And I mean, it's one of those things like if it's a one, you know, like, OK, you have two of them, you can hit it twice. One's what, 18 and one's what, nine or something like that. I haven't even I checked saw, them out. I saw a commando kill three atlases on his own because he had coolant. <laughs> Is this true? Is this a true story? On Might not be true. I'm just listening. I'm just looking at the uh, the comments here. But so, so I'm just wondering if it's it's if it's a really big deal. I know some people are opposed to it altogether and aren't even buying them because they're like, oh well, you know, I'm not going to support this. And hey, that's definitely you know if that you want to go that route. But I'm just wondering, does it is it really affecting the battlefield? Are there groups? I think evidence would be extremely difficult to come by for what you're asking here. The, I, in, in, in my mind, the only way it would really make a difference is, you know, organized battles. It, it's going to be random every time. Some people on one team will have it. Some people on the other team will have it. Some won't, etc. Organized battles, maybe if eight people had it and the other eight that they're going against didn't, maybe that would make make or break the battle. I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of variables. It's just really hard to, I think, get evidence that it's helping one way or another. I would say a bigger issue on the table outside of consumables would just be the LRM issues, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And obviously, I think there's a hot fix possibly coming down to fix that. So I think that's more an issue right now as far as gameplay than consumables. But uh, let's go ahead and move on. Well, hold on. Just for that, I'll just do a quick module thing. Initially, I was really against them. I was like, no, do not like coolant flush. Oh, my God. It'll make... Every, uh, laser max OP and then I used it and I went alpha used it oh three quarters of my it. alpha was removed yeah and you have the uh, rest of the match without it yeah exactly it, and we originally had a lot of different versions of it and this one was the one that ended up coming out and I was like okay it was kind of nice but I often won't even use it because I'll either die or it won't have made a difference I'd be like yeah I could lose some coolant and fire three medium lasers awesome i will say it's nice but it's not i don't think it will get to the point where oh my god you have to bring it i still think and i'll hold true to my statement last week when we had brian on is my one question of why are we introducing something to do with heat when heat right now is as close to the battle tech experience we've ever had and i'm sure there's plenty of other ideas for consumables that don't have to do with heat that was my one sort of critical thinking to it but at the end of the day i don't think it's going to be a game breaking thing like the forums blew up to be and uh only numbers will tell and you guys out there listening what your experiences are go out there and try to test out try to break it try to do things that uh might push the bounce because at the end of the day you see that there's community members out there putting in the time research and they may find stuff that the developers may not be aware of and uh, at the end of the day you guys are a bigger um pool of uh testers than you know their their internal or whatever they have so uh, very good question uh, and we're going to move on to the next one we've got we have uh, Voss and he says can we expect C build and MC alternative AC ammo hmm that's a question uh, Garth I mean do you want to answer that one 
I don't know when, to be honest. We have so Sarcasm many things we want to add first. <laughs> now, oh, there's so so many things. Yeah. This this Voss guy, I think it may also be uh, Voss from uh, Kong, and if that's true, then obviously I think he was wanting to get clarification on there's there won't be, or maybe he's just trying to to cause some ruckus. I don't know. So. You heard it from here, Garth said no, there won't be any gold ammo, so... Can I actually add something on top of that question, though? Yep. Uh, are you guys still looking into the alternative ammo, though? Oh, totally. It's uh, it's more, there's so many other things we need to do first. Like, we need to actually have weapons fully. We've, we don't want to do any balanced stuff, and then we'll add them, because we'll have a, you know... A clean slate to build off. The, who, the, we don't want to add weapons at a time where we're still looking at balance. Like we just had the hilarious LRM apocalypse recently. This is one of the reasons because we are still beta, so there's still work to be done. So to clarify, what you're saying is that there will eventually probably be other ammo types, but there won't be anything that resembles gold ammo or better ammo that you can buy with MC. Correct? No, I mean it might get to the point where you can buy ammo with MC. I honestly don't know, but it won't be like you can only buy better ammo with money. I, that's right. so not what's gonna happen. All right, we have anonymous, and he says, "What's the progress of host state rewind? When will it include more weapons?" And uh, I think Brian actually um, mentioned this last week, or if he didn't, Garth, I don't know. Obviously, you can't drop dates. Um, and we <laughs> we told Brian, we were like, "Hey, Brian, uh, someone might have said don't say any dates." But um, how's the progress coming with that? Is that still internal testing of, with ballistics and missile weapons? Yeah, the biggest issue is that it's so much more work than lasers and, and anything that's like hit scan. So it's not a matter of it, we don't know how or anything. It just it takes a lot more work. And we decided there were two ways we could do it all at once, eventually, or half now, half later. So we went with half now because at least some of the weapons already benefit from it. So there you go. I think it's dynamically changing uh, the damage output too. Um, I'm actually, I wouldn't be surprised once you guys implement the the ACs and the missiles that you may even have to go back to, you know, uh, damage numbers and stuff like that, because, you know, maybe weapons are doing too much damage because they're too accurate now or something. I don't know. Who knows? That'll be interesting. All right. So we have apostle, which by the way, congratulations, apostle, uh, apostle, uh, apostle, uh, for winning the, uh, the model kit. Uh, he, he was number 22. I did a random ge- number generator and boom, just shipped that off today. It's in the mail. So off to Australia it goes. So again, congrats on that. And he asked, will we eventually see training grounds contain one variant of each chassis to test out hit boxes for each and any foe? I'm not sure to be honest. This was a very initial part of it so it'll be coming i just i don't know when i can't possibly give you a time on that looking forward to it yeah i was gonna say this is actually um i thought it was the most important thing in two weeks ago in the patch and i feel like a lot of people are utilizing and on top of that i feel like it can definitely expand and i think was a brian last week mentioned uh it wasn't just tr- you guys were doing a testing grounds, or was that Russ? I'm, I'm confused. One of those two uh, mentioned testing grounds or something to the effect of uh, it'll be like training grounds, but uh, for something else. So very, 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 very awesome. Looking forward to that. And, and, of course, you know, you can imagine just Max just walking back and forth, simple AI or script. It wouldn't even probably take too much. And uh, just to be able to, you know, test out those things. So okay, If I could just get a bunch to line up in a row and just let me shoot them. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, 
Yeah, I actually wanted to ask. Uh, maybe Garth would know this, because um, I, I know I, I go into the, the testing grounds myself all the time to try to learn how to steer. But basically, my question is: there's still a lot of little graphic bugs. Am I right? Because there's there's no map. I can't bring up the map, and and I'm always yeah, it's weird graphical super errors. Initial. It's just putting you in a map with nothing in it and some mechs and saying shoot them. So it's it's really initial phase. Essentially, it's like alpha for okay. the for that particular thing. So it'll get a lot better soon. Okay, because I'm trying to learn all the keys and things, and it's like, well, this doesn't work. It's supposed to, and oh well, this doesn't work. It's supposed. Well, this sucks, and then I rage quit, and it's off. <laughs> you rage quit from training grounds. I was gonna Dude, say, I get really training is hard. Tired. Forget it. I get do you, really do you tired team chat first or... all day. No, no, I I talk to myself. George, can can you do me a favor? Next time you want to play, get on this TeamSpeak 3 and be like, hey, Phil, let, let help me out here. Like, explain this or, you know, something. Hop, hop in here because I feel like once you have a little bit of success in the game, you'll probably enjoy it just a little bit better, you know? I mean, I'm assuming you'd like to kick ass sometimes, you know? Well, you're making a big assumption, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, don't play with Phil. Play with me. Yeah, you can play with BB. That's right. I was gonna say, how about how about? I'm gonna team kill you on purpose. How about we have George playing MWO on a Twitch event? I think that would be awesome. What do you guys think in the audience? Yeah. Defend the VIP. I'd be standing still. You just hit me. There you go. So I think that walking into a wall. He can't move. Oh, look at that. Let's shoot Yes, but you could narrate every one of those motions. George, the only one I know who's died in training grounds. Oh, yeah. I totally tripped over the commando, I think it is, that's in the uh, frozen city. And I was like, what the fuck? I came down a cliff, and there it was, and I boom, and it was like, okay, I can't move now. This is great. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> this is why I don't play with people, okay? Because I'm really hopeless. <laughs> there are some spots in the map where you can still get stuck, and that's a, an anyway, ongoing uh, issue. All right, so we're, we're gonna move. We're gonna move on to live studio questions from the audience. So what I need you guys to do is X up right now. We're gonna pick at random a person or two or three for questions, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So go ahead, X up, and uh, we'll tell you to unmute and ask away. Uh, while Boo is finding the first person, Garth, do you have a question for yourself again? No, I just like doing that because it pisses people off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I liked it when you asked yourself a question. All right, so uh, let's go with uh, Jim Thorne. Go to unmute and ask away. Guys, hear me? Yep. All right, I was wondering about the uh, changing of the HUD colors to make it easier to... Oh, like um, customizing HUD? Uh, so my little brother, he can't see red very well, and I was wondering if he like blue or something. We do have plans for allowing some colors to be changed. Uh, I don't know about the actual like friend or foe, but the do you mean like the gold or do you mean the red of enemies? The, the whole thing actually, just like the target reticle and like the the frame. All right, um, we are looking at it. It's really tough to do because we have people like even on staff who are colorblind, and we'll be like, "Can you see this?" Yeah, and then we'll release it, and we'll get hundreds of people saying, "I can't see it," and it's really person specific. So we might. We are looking at ways to customize it to help people, but it's a lot of work to do that. It wouldn't seem like it, but it is actually a lot of work to do it. So we are working on it, I promise. All right, thanks. 
a very good question, actually, and we've talked about that in the past of, you know, persons with disabilities being able to play the game and enjoy it just like everyone else. And I can totally understand that. That would be that would be actually very, very frustrating. So hopefully uh, Garth can follow up on that maybe a little bit later down the road, too. I think that would be uh, really cool. So, Well, Garth, with what with Windows 8 touchscreen technology, couldn't you make it like some sort of Braille sort of effect? Wouldn't that be an option? What, sure, so yeah. Things come out and stab you. When you overheat, oh, it starts burning perfect. your monitor. That would be awesome! You, you, like, burn your fingertips. Shit, my heat's out of control! Alright, uh, next question we have is Grus, G-R-U-S. Go ahead and unmute your mic and ask away. Hello, uh, my question pertains to the command console and the addition of airstrikes and artillery. My perspective is, if I can use the command console to order mechs to move somewhere, why can't I not be able to order an airstrike in a specific area? Is this something that's going to be looked at? I'm honestly not sure how the command console will go into it or exactly how you will queue up airstrikes currently. Um, I don't know if they actually work together or not. I'll try and get back to you guys next time about that because I don't know. Now, are, are you saying like uh, to be able to tell them to come and from this angle or like what do you mean gross? Like uh, Because obviously you're going to have some type of interface to where you can say click on airstrike and drop your ordinates in this general area. I mean... Are you wanting well, like? Well, from what I've been gathering is that the the way airstrikes are going to be working is it's going to be line of sight only. Now, if I'm in my atlas, for example, and I have my command console, if that will eliminate my LOS requirement for an airstrike slash artillery strike. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean that is a cool idea, and I honestly don't know. I would like that, but I guess we'll find out, won't we? I was going to say I, I don't know. I think we need a little bit more clarification because. That would limit you? I mean, how difficult would it be to have to switch to like some type of map mode to, say, drop your ordinance here, but you can't because you don't have line of sight? Like To me, that's like counterintuitive. But, uh, always... We kind of already have the map mode. As in if yeah, I, I think he means you bring select... up the, the battle map and use that to send them instead of line of sight. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I mean, that's... Always... It's cool. I don't know, but I want that. I've always pictured something along the lines of World of Tanks, artillery, you know, an overhead view or whatever. Um, line of sight would be a little scary. I would not trust some people on my team to do an artillery strike <laughs> with things that they can see. Well, not to mention what happens if there's lag, you know, as far as where their cursor is. I, I, I'm sure it would be a lot easier if you just used a map overlay, you know, uh, system. I don't know. Something like... Uh, I know the reference, but like Call of Duty or, you know, BF or something like that, where you pull up your map just like uh, MWO and you say drop here. I would like something maybe a little bit more um, cool to where you can pick the direction because I know they're going to be doing strafing runs and stuff like that. But very good qu- question, Gross. Very, I was actually, uh, I think we can ask Paul or something for some clarification down the road on that. All right, we have a few more questions. I think uh, Syllogy here. Syllogy, go ahead and unmute. Ask away. I was going to ask... Is uh, private matchmaking going to be set up in a way that our own tournaments and leagues can be done by the community? I think so. I think the idea is that it would be possible. I'm not sure on the specifics, but that is clearly something we would want to do. It ma- it would make total sense to me, as far as I know. And is there any kind of ETA on that? Uh, I think Community Warfare is the ETA for private uh, servers. You know, I'm actually really interested to find out more about this, too, just for the fact that... Uh, I know in the, the Q&A, Brian said, you know, matchmaking will happen, but not in the way most people, th- you know, think about it. 
and I guess that's a question, you know, I could have asked him last week, just totally forgot about it. But just uh, obviously as that comes around, I'm sure, you know, just with like anything, you put something on paper and then you implement it and you have to mold things and change things. But uh, I feel like internal leagues or tournaments, I want NGNG to be able to host tournaments as well and be able to give out prizes and do some cool stuff like that. Um, but uh, obviously that's down the road. But I think we got one more question and I think it is Orden. Orden, go to unmute and ask away. Hey, um, where are you at with clans, and what's the time frame for adding them to the game? Um, uh, I think it's, what, um, design testing slash initial, and I don't know timeline. Ask Paul. Bug him. He'll know. <laughs> All right, I'll try to do that. All right, well... I mean, it's being worked on currently, yes? Yeah, it's being worked on. Okay, we'll get more details as soon as we can. Yeah, I'm actually very interested. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a, a tangent here. The reason why I'm so interested in clans is there's a few things: the Omnimax versus non-Omnimax uh, XL engines. You know, I mean, you, you got to think about it. Uh, how you know you can knock out a mech with an XL? Are you gonna have to take out the left and right torso, or left and center? How are they gonna do the Omni weapon platform um, and stuff like that? You, where you could see something that's non-Omni, um, like their second line max and stuff. It'll be very very interesting. I can't wait, cannot wait to see how they implement it because. I think ultimately it's going to be really interesting. Um, for those that don't know, by the way, Omni Mechs um, cannot change their engine size. They cannot change their internal structure or Pharaoh um, base of their armor type. Those three things. Battletech rules, and they followed Battletech rules uh, pretty much on the spot, except for obviously they did the hardpoint system. Um, but those three things you can't change. So now you can change the amount of armor on. Uh, the mech you can add heat sinks or take them away up into a point but uh, those are things that you can't change so imagine a timber wolf would come stock i think it's like an xl 330 off the top of my head i think that's what it is um, you actually can't change that and all of the variants you cannot change that so i'm wondering if 375 thank you i'm wondering if that's what they're going to hold to and uh, I know a lot of people are interested. I cannot wait to see the, the concept art. Uh, I'm wondering if Flying Debris has uh, totally revamped them, MWO'd them up, or did he leave them sort of the original? I mean, there's so many things um, out there. And so, Orden, I'm right there along. I cannot wait to see what they've done with them and how they're going to implement them. Because obviously from the design perspective too, I know it's a difficult task because you're uh, introducing something that in the past has basically been far superior compared to the IS as well. So I'm sure balancing-wise too, it'll be uh, be interesting to see how they do that. So very good question, sir. I do appreciate that. I just want to see how good they are in a chowder. <laughs> Clamors. All right, so that's it for live studio questions. I appreciate all those. And we're going to go ahead and move on to Mechra Online. Now, Brandon, you found something possibly a redeem skin from PAX, possibly. I think uh, you got a link. Well, no, the uh, the redeem page updated, and just with PAX being around the corner, maybe is, it, is that what you I think? Don't know. I don't know, maybe. So you think they're going to give away some speculation? That would be pretty. As long as they, it's like we we're allowed to like I don't know, get it. I don't know. I mean. Be a pretty sad, Panda, if I couldn't go to PAX or maybe something. You know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Just page updated. I don't know. Maybe. And yeah. the link. To, does someone have the link? You want to share it there? It was linked. Okay. Just make sure. forward slash redeem. Another find by uh, Ninja Catrakel is possibly MWO on Steam. 
MWO is registered on the Steam database, and I want to say a long, long time ago, it was also mentioned that possibly it would be on Steam. How do you guys feel about that? More players. A lot more players, right? I already run it through Steam. You run it through Steam? Shut up. I also run it Third through Steam. Third party. I'm just screwing with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I run it through Steam as well. So, I mean... Garth, are you allowed to say anything on this? Yes, no, uh, I have no idea. I, I literally learned about it when you guys did, so that that was there. I don't know what it is or what's going on. Then again, I'll give a disclaimer. This has been wrong somewhat before. Like, uh, I know the same website has had a registry for League of Legends, uh, but at the same time, there's other apps that are not present in the game yet, but we know are, are not present on Steam yet that are in this database, but we know they're going to be on Steam. So it's it kind of hit miss. It's a thing. Speculative. Okay. It's just neat that there's a registry in the Steam database. Is what it is. Well, what would be the negatives of being on Steam? Is there any negatives? Um, if you're free to play, a percentile of sales goes to Steam. That's about it. Okay. Can I change the way you do them too? Um, I only know this from like secondhand information, but uh, essentially. Uh, it's not just that you give them percentage, you have to choose a method, like they run the back-end money, or you pay them per something. I don't know if it's download or something like that. So you have to go through a lot of stuff to get it on, too. It's not terrible, it's just it's complex. So it's sort of like a platform. I was going to say, it's a platform. They say, hey, yes, we get a percentage or whatever, but you're also exposed to this many more people that may not know about your game and could be playing, so... You know, Steam is pretty freaking huge, man. They're doing a console thing soon. That's actually pretty cool. Um, you know, it's a lot of cool things. So I, I don't see a negative in it. I just, uh, please excuse my ignorance, but I mean, I know of Steam and I know what it is. But what would be the advantages of being on Steam? Because it's a standardized numbers. System. It would be numbers standardized numbers. How many people play on Steam? It's like. Millions. It's another distribution system, so it's a way to get your game to more people. That's pretty much it. Okay, okay. Because I, I just, I mean, I hear a lot of negative comments about Steam too. So I was just wondering, from a game developer or game, you know, promoter. Steam, uh, Steam has came a long way. Steam, Steam. I used to have an issue with Steam. Uh, this was years ago, and as far as I'm concerned, it's a very thought out well-designed platform um i have plenty of games on it actually and the one thing i like about it is it's like i guess you know the same thing with like origin and stuff uh but i don't ever have to worry about downloading stuff or losing my cd keys and all that and from what i know apparently you know with steam too is because they do have such a large audience um it sometimes uh, totally skyrockets people's sales too of of items and you've got the indie scene on there as well uh you can be greenlit so you have to go through a process and it, it, there's a ton of stuff now it's definitely better than it used to be and uh i i don't see any negatives to it other okay, than so, so basically what you're saying is it's it's sort of like exposure PC games and exposure but it's, it's it's making them so that they are much more likely to play without issues than they used to be as opposed to you know like the console games xbox playstation 2 those kind of things that kind Suck. of stuff well you know what i'm saying in other words you put that in you know it's going to work whereas a pc game you could download it and then you'd spend you know two days getting oh, patches and 
shit like that. So, okay. The one negative that nobody wants to say is that we'd get an influx of a bunch of noobs in the game. But really, honestly. Cannon fodder. And that's ELO, right? And that's ELO, and that doesn't really affect you. I mean, you wouldn't be going up against those people anyways if ELO's doing its job. No, and and we need new players. I'm just saying that's, you know, the one possible negative thing that some people might say. But, you know, more players equals more money equals game lasts longer. So there you have it. Yeah, possibly. I'm actually looking forward to it if they do do it. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about the next thing. We've got the three Jägermechs, or oh, however you pronounce yeah. it. Um, so they were shown off, and obviously we have the patch info, so let's go to roll into that because we actually got the specifics. We have the 6DD, the 6Alpha, and the 6S. Now, out of all of those, wow, you actually have some very interesting combinations. You have SRM boats, streak boats, AC boats, uh, AC-20 boats, Goss rifle boats. And I will say the coolest thing out of all of this, in my opinion, in my opinion, again, is the visual changes to the arm-mounted weapons. And not only that, they also did it with the catapult. And I really cannot wait until they go back and revisit some of the older battle mechs to where, you know, when you swap out something just like in the Centurion or the Atlas and stuff, the same thing happens. I love it. I think it's something that we've been wanting since MechWarrior 2. It's like, you know, hey, when I change that, you know, missile launcher to an AC, that, you know, something like that. How do you guys feel about that? It has really made me pick what's what sort of catapults, uh, K2s, I want to target first. If, if that one's got a Gauss rifle sticking out of the front of it, or does that one have AC-20? Gauss. So it's a it's a visual indicator that you're like, oh yeah, oh, yes. take it out. The uh, Jägermech, uh, you can see what it has on its arms, and then you can easily... Man, I can target that left arm and knock out an AC-20, or I can target the other arm on it and only take out a couple machine guns. It helps you prioritize the dangers that you're coming up against. I hear you. I'm just personally uh, just super excited about the Jaeger mech in general. I think it's a beautiful mech. And man, I have been kicking ass in the testing grounds. I've totally destroyed all those dummies. Yeah. yeah those guys. Well, those I was guys. watching Phil play the other day, and then that Jaeger mech looks awesome from an art and art design standpoint. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks badass yeah, from inside the cockpit. And watching another one from outside was, was really cool. So I just love the. I just love the the oomph the thing seems to have. I mean, as simply a person observing the game, that was pretty cool. That was that was it's, a good way to get. Me. You could see that it's definitely a support mech in most of the roles, but it'll be up to the public out there. It'll be up to the the people listening to this podcast, the people in the live studio audience, coming up with different roles for it based on the weapon systems. And I will say, I did like the ability to shoot over objects. So you can literally go torso down position, and you know I've I've talked about hold down. You can go torso down position and still shoot over objects, buildings, hills, and stuff like that. And I was doing that on the new map, uh, Termaline, Termaline, whatever you want to pronounce it out there, the desert map. I will say this is by far. I, I'm probably going to say it's, it's going to be my favorite map so far. When we were doing the Twitch stream, I had no texture popping issues like in some of the other maps. Very clean. I actually climbed up on one of the uh, the tiers of whatever rock formations, and I was shooting down. And the enemy team had no idea. They were looking around because they couldn't see me or target me. It was awesome. I think aesthetically it's something... we've. It's been really tough seeing like an alien sort of type of environment or something that's not like on Earth, and this is actually a really good one and uh, well done, I think personally. And uh, but yeah, let us know what you guys think out there uh, for you guys. Anyone else think it looks like the Fortress of Solitude? Oh, absolutely. Just needs to be whiter. 
And I don't mean like, never mind. <laughs> You're such I a really racist. Like the, I really like the uh, <sighs> elevation differences in the map as well, where it's up and down all over the place, rather than just having flat area, one or two hills. It's always going up and down. It's You can have height advantages, uh, valley fights, everything like that. It's great. It is a beautiful map, and I think a, a good sign for maps to come. Yeah, I, I almost feel like Alpine could benefit from a lot of like the geometry. I mean, you can imagine like uh, you know glaciers and pieces of ice and, and stuff. Uh, you know, again, and it's just I've always felt like Alpine is just sort of lacking in the the aesthetics. But uh, definitely, Alpine offers the ability to have long range engagements, and so does this map. Um, but uh, obviously, like. The cap points, I feel like, needs to be extended a little bit more so people can react on and stuff. And, you know, Brian, I think, said that last week that they're going to be looking at adjusting those things. So very, very cool. And we also have the cockpit items. How do you guys feel? Do you, I, I bought a hunchback just to put in the uh, the Jaeger mech. Um, but I thought it would be really cool to see, like, uh, a, you know, we've got the Davion uh, symbol spinning and stuff, holograph. I would, I'd love to see mechs like done like that. But uh, thank you guys again. I got a contributor award. I had no idea it was in there because I haven't been to my banners. I didn't get like an email or anything. But uh, thank you again for, you know, whoever or if it was a process. And if not, uh, I have no idea. So Can't yeah, be no, like well. They like you. you well. They really like you. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, we've got the uh, Vagabond skin. What would you guys feel about this? Yes? No? Meh? It's pretty. I approve. You approve? It's what offensive about? to hobos. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, hobos don't do shit. Vagabonds. They know how to take care of problems. That's true. They ride on train cars and stuff. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a not as good as skin. carnies. That's what, what we I... need. We need a carny mm. skin. Anyway, I'm sorry, Brandon. I'll shut <laughs> That's up. That's no problem. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite skins that are out there right now. Uh, second to the tiger. I do like the tiger, and I do like the woodland. Um, I was a little hesitant about seeing it on, uh, but I used it on the Jagermech. It wasn't bad. I actually liked it. I want to try it on other chassis as well, you know, just to sort of get a feel. I think like it some. It, it looks really nice on the Centurion. I think okay. you'll enjoy it. All right, I'll it's check it out. On a lot of things. All right, so we also have the catapult quirks. I already talked about that. Uh, the different changes in uh, bore size and what weapons it changes the aesthetics of the torso. That's been uh, needed for a while. We also have the Raven hitboxes fixed, and a lot of people are like, oh my god, it's the fall of the Raven. I don't know all the technical details behind the scene of why they had to, but from what I understand, it was pretty messed up. To put it into perspective, you know the nose? The side torso would poke out into the front so that if you hit it dead on in the nose with, say, a laser, you could hit five locations very easily by nicking the arm and then the center torso, then side, then center, and then it was just, oh, it was hilarious. And it's really tough to distinguish one area to the next without... Okay, I I could see the issue there. I mean, that's sort of the issues with the, the splash damage as well, and it looks like you guys are taking that at April 2nd, um, and causing too much damage and spreading all okay yeah so overlapping hitboxes would not be cool that would be bad you smell what he's stepping in i do we have a weapon unique what what is this brandon did you just add this yes uh i just wanted to point out when you were talking about the uh unique looks to all the weapons stuff like laser angel actually posted a really nice image that shows all the different variations Ooh. i like it i like it thank you for that laser angel and as you can see, I, I can't wait to see this on all the chassis. They started on the trebuchet, and you know, hopefully they go backward and, and fix these other chassis to be able to do that. So 
very, very good one. I like that picture, by the way. Thank you. Uh, they also had the PGI eight-man drops. Uh, that was actually going on, I think, what, Monday or Friday? I think it was It was one of these days we were streaming, and they were streaming, and uh, I think they got their butt handed to them. I'm not sure. I didn't watch it yet, but uh, I think that's what everyone said. Is that, is that right? Anybody? I think that may have occurred frequently. <laughs> Who was it over at PGI that was playing? Garth, do you know? Uh, yeah, they did moderately. <laughs> uh, moderately. I think, yeah, I think they went like three and five or three and six or something. Which, when someone's watching what you're doing, is actually not that bad. I was going to say, we know firsthand experience that's pretty rough. And especially in eight man, where there's probably less groups that, you know, your chance of running into them is probably a lot higher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that going really well. So, this is why you should always pick Conquest. <laughs> now, I, I know we were talking about you, Garth. Um, you guys have a like hierarchy as far as like players and stuff like that. How how I does? <laughs> I'll take the blame on that one. I apologize, but I'm just one of those like, uh, you know, internally, are you guys like, oh yeah, we're really good. We should be able to take on the world, and then. You know, like, oh no no, it was the opposite. We all we always assumed we'd do terrible. Uh, I was terrified going into the Twitch events; I'd make us all look awful. But uh, yeah, actually watching Mike Forrest play, holy crap! Especially when you we uh, some people play on non PGI accounts, and they'll like first every time kind of thing. And it, watching him in particular is pretty incredible. I was gonna say a lot of people probably don't realize that you guys do have your your own personal ones off off the to be able to play and enjoy the game and not be hunted because you guys do you get hunted i've been hunted on twitch streams let alone when you guys get in they're like oh yeah let's kill him i'm like oh jeez why the hell not i would <laughs> oh hey before because i got less than or i got about five minutes uh hotfix incoming uh either tonight or tomorrow morning depending on testing it's the lrm hotfix it's not a fix fix basically to shorten it out they're doing way too much damage, and we've lowered the damage. They're still doing what they were supposed to. Basically, we fixed something that meant that another thing we'd done broke it, <laughs> which is part of the fun of software development. But yeah, either tonight or tomorrow morning, uh, based on testing, it will be back up. Okay. And that sort of rolls into the command chair post. Uh, Brian posted up the LRM, SRMs, and all that as far as the splash damage, or the the damage uh and they were saying that there was probably gonna be a hot fix coming you guys just heard it, it is coming and then as well as the splash damage uh that was a big uh, topic uh someone uh what how do you pronounce his name um he's from germany by the way i sent him a, a pm on the forum saying you know thank you but he did a d detailed um research into the splash damage issue and then pgi basically turned around and looked at it and said you know you're right um and they're going to be removing splash damage april 2nd and I'm not sure if that's going to be that date changes, but that's what Paul stated uh, on the forums um, for everyone. So I think the issue is that the splash damage was affecting too many or like it was going out too far. So SRM twos and streak SRM twos were doing like 15, 50 damage or something like ridiculous amounts. So you know what I'm interested in? What's going to happen to the Raven and the the just amount you see on the battlefield now that they've fixed the hitboxes, they're reducing the SRM damage. Are you going to see a comeback of the Jenner? That that's I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, the Jenner ruled everything up until the Raven 3L came out. I think we may not really know the answer to that for another week or so because people are going to, I think, acclimate 
over time, and it's not going to be something else. We'll just like yeah. look at it tomorrow and be like, well, oh, I, hey, I everything know. is better. I'm just saying, I'm wondering if that's what's going to happen overnight when they, they cut that out and then someone hops in the Raven and they're like, wow, I'm not doing as much damage. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting. Uh, another uh, post is, in April, you can paint your hero mechs. This is by Brian. And I'm actually interested in this. I've been waiting a long time to be able to paint them because some of them are sort of a, like, I wouldn't pick those colors. I like the patterns on them, but like I... You wouldn't pick those colors? No. Like, No. I know, like you have color standards. Whatever. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Here's my new camo scheme. It's called Puke. Hey. Dude, I've watched you paint your mech during the Twitch events, and it just makes me want to go, what the fuck? And I get up and oh go God. to the bathroom because I can't watch. It's Who sad. was the one that had the Super Soaker 50? <laughs> yeah, that, that, I didn't do the Super That's Soaker 50. Awesome. But that, I think Garth should do that on Cicada. Hey, don't be hating the bright red, cadmium red. I'm just saying. <laughs> But basically, it's not, no, it's not uh, the red. <laughs> shush. With the uh, hero mechs, though, it's not going to be changing the pattern. It'll only be the color, right? From my understanding, uh, Garth, what about? Do you know any more on that? Sorry, say that again. The hero mechs, um, when they're able to paint them, it's just, just going to be changing the color, not the pattern. Correct? Yeah, yeah. The pattern stays, but the color is going to be changed. And then, still no word on whether we'll see that with Foundry's mechs, right? Uh, possibly. Ooh. I think it's tougher than we thought. Do we know anything mm. yet about uh, clan warfare or uh, or the community warfare since we last asked? All right. So, Garth, I think you're having to bounce. Um, hopefully the wife doesn't kill you. So have a good day and good night, and we will... Well, we'll see you tomorrow for the Twitch event, right? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Everybody shoot us. Yep. That's Make sure you're ready. Butter it up. Yeah, butter it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving out it. <laughs> All right, guys. See you, buddy. Bye-bye, Grant. All right, moving on to MechWare Tactics. We have the Founders Program. Obviously, we've been uh, basically promoting that for, uh, I think it's been like a month and a half, two months like that. Still waiting on info. They will let us know when we can talk about it and let you guys know and all that fun stuff. Ah, uh, the funds of NDA. There is obviously the closed beta still going on, and if you're participating, well, you know, you probably can't tell me, but hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, we've got the, are you up for the challenge? What is this? Um, I'm assuming, Brandon, you saw this. Of course, I've saw it everywhere. Uh, it seems to be a contest going on where um, the 7th, or sorry, the, yeah, the 7th Commando, um, they currently don't have, the pilots for them apparently don't have names. So there's a challenge going on where I assume the award is going to be your name as one of the pilots, I'm up for the challenge. I'm just uh, trying to. I'm just trying trying to look. I, I didn't see this. Uh, this was newly newly added, so I didn't get to read over Brandon. it. Anyways, I'll look at it. But uh, definitely cool. I guess if you're in the closed beta, you can participate. And if you do the founders program, you can get it, it automatically enters you, so you can download. Or actually, there's no download. It's all uh, Unity um, web player base. So. Make sure to go over there and support it. I'm, I am I want more stuff. I want to be able to talk about this. I want to be able to share more stuff with you guys. So hopefully that will happen soon. Very, very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Please, if you're listening, let's do this. We'll hopefully. Send, yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Whoa. All right, so we've got uh, the Battletech, the board game. Obviously, Catalyst is sponsored NGNG. When are we going to start those giveaways? Well, that's actually coming up soon. We're hoping within the next uh, two weeks. We're waiting for the freaking website. Deadfire. 
Aaron, are you listening? Yeah, let's get that up and running soon. But as soon as... Yes, it'll be awesome. They've seen it. Yeah. They're actually registered on the forum, so you guys... Yeah, yeah, we're... we're all that fun mm. stuff. Mm. Now, mm. I will say we've got a ton to give away. Five introductory box sets. We've got uh, two Battletech 25 Years of Art, which, by the way, are like 40 bucks on Amazon. I looked. I was like, holy shit, these things are expensive. A ton of uh, map packs and all of this, hex packs, I should say, and uh, TRO books and stuff, 3039. Um, so we will <laughs> release that. Ditfar is like, stop talking about it. <laughs> NGNG website's delayed another week, sorry. Was that like asking Gabe Dole about Half-Life 3? I know, right? Are we there yet? So, um, as we move forward, we'll be releasing more news about uh, Battletech in general, uh, games and stuff Catalyst is uh, doing as far as Battletech is concerned. Um, and of course, we've got another big announcement. Well, if you have an iPhone. MechWarrior Tactical Command uh, iPhone version was released. Um, actually, I think it's like 99 cents. It's not too expensive. Make sure to head over to the iTunes store if you're interested. Check it out. I will say there are still plenty of bugs. You can go to their Facebook page. There are people that have posted up. Can't even run this the first mission it crashes or the fifth. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Still having issues with the game out there. Have any of you guys downloaded it and played it? Uh, no. For that I reason. do not have an Apple device, sadly. I will be, and I will give a report afterwards. I suppose I can. It's 99 cents. Yeah, everyone in the chat's like, I don't have anything Apple. I don't have Apple. I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, you're zealous. It's, and it's three ninety nine. gave it away free uh, a week ago or so. For one, like one day, it was absolutely free download. I was going to say, we do have the Tactical Command posters. We'll continue to give those away as we move along. All right, Facebook, we're up to 3,096 individuals before this stream. Hey, it's a great for great way for us to be able to get you information. I post on MechPorn all the time, at least one or two images a day, not to mention updates, information, and stuff like that. Some of it doesn't go to our website. And again, it's just one of those easy ways to get you that information like right away. So make sure to give us a like. Hey, you know what? If you don't like social media, totally understand. Go to our website, register. That way you can, you know, obviously do the Mech of the Week and the community questions. And by the way, with our new website, uh, just a warning, just to start getting the message out there, you will have to re-register. We're going to be wiping the database clean and you'll have to re-register. There's a few technical reasons for this, but just uh, keep that in mind. We also have a YouTube. Uh, go over to our YouTube channel. Give us a like or subscribe if you like what we're doing, and uh, we're going to continue to bring out more quality uh, videos. We're also on Twitter. For those that use Twitter, no guts, no galaxy. I don't use Twitter. Do you Twitter, Darren, on your spare time? Is that what you do? <laughs> I, I use am Twitter. so Ooh. neglecting Twitter. Phil yeah. is a Twitcher, not a Twitter. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. The community, our staff members, everyone supporting us. Uh, you know, it's amazing to be able to go out here and raise money for these Eve's Herbs t-shirts. Uh, you know, I'm wearing mine right now. Uh, we have also some more NGNG um, merchandise coming down the road, like actual, like, just regular graphic tee t-shirts, a lower price for you guys as well. We had a few people, by the way. I just want to clarify something. Uh, the Herbs t-shirts, someone was like, oh, $30, you guys are way overcharging. First of all, you probably don't know anything about screen printing. Second of all, this is custom artwork. Thirdly, it's not just a one-tone color t-shirt. 
there's three or four different tones in this t-shirt. So it costs more to make them. So, And then on top of that, by the way, the artists themselves are getting 50% of the proceeds. It's not just NGNG, it's community supporting community. So if you'd like to support that and if you'd like to be a part of that, go ahead and order a t-shirt. And if you don't, well, you know, that's up to you. We'll be wearing t-shirts. Yeah, sorry. It is what it is. Can I get another t-shirt, Phil, if I order one? Yes, you may. Awesome. Will they ever get a little deal? Huh? Your size? No. Fuck. Never. You know what, baby? Email me. I, my sister is a, is a tailor. Uh, get me your size, and I can get a T-shirt <laughs> made into your size Aww, from thanks. any size. It's, it'll only cost you, you know, five bucks tops. Yeah, screen printing. By the way, um, we will be doing screen printing for the future T-shirts, but because it, they're one tone color uh, prints, we're anyways. We've got these really cool graphics coming. Our guy Chris Adams, um, you guys know him, who's been doing all the uh, posters. Uh, that I have on my wall right here and stuff. He just finished Darren's and stuff. He's making more uh, t-shirt designs and we're uh, creating some really cool stuff behind the scenes. So just bear with us. And again, uh, your support is greatly appreciated. And I just want to say thank you again to everyone. It's amazing seeing where NGNG is going and in the near future, near future, I know we keep saying that, but the new website and forums, it's really going to help us uh, dramatically change how we can talk with you guys uh, on a on a personal level and be able to interact with you guys and i'm really looking forward to that because the ngng community is amazing and i just yes just just yes so this was your local no guts no galaxy mechware podcast we hope you enjoyed tonight's show this is phil and this is darren this is brandon also known as patrick hill this is laura and this is george until next time mech warrior <laughs>